the free time that you do have when you're a parent, you actually want to spend with your kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. And that's a that's a challenge, I think, from you know both perspective. But I've definitely seen, I've seen that for you, like wanting to hang out with with your kid when you actually have some downtime versus right. squeezing in an extra workout. Yeah, I mean when you when you when you work all you know, especially odd hours like I do, it's it, it is a premium. Like you said, time spent with you or us all together as a family is definitely few and far between so you want to take advantage of those times when you can yeah so okay so i'm sorry that i backed (laughs) this up but now that we've kind of gone into a little bit about like what changes and and why now let's talk about advice you you you're listening to the addicted to fitness podcast Brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thank you for checking out this week's episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. If you are a returning member, thank you so much for listening and hopefully sharing our podcast with your friends, family, and anybody else who strikes your fancy. And if you are new, welcome You've joined us today on a wonderful episode because it's one where we're sharing life wisdoms and we're also talking a little bit about that wonderful thing called parenthood. So it is Father's Day time frame right now. Um, So this topic definitely, I think, has been on our minds and it's even come up in recent conversations play dates, things like that. So we're going to be talking about specifically how fitness changes and evolves for parents, specifically dads, mm-hmm. because moms, it's a little bit different. We, we know this. Yep. Um, so we're going to be talking about it from the dad side today. And Nick's going to be able to share some some kind of tips, suggestions, best practices from his experience and as a personal trainer, so that hopefully, especially if there's new dads who are are really walking into this, either not knowing what to expect or already being really overwhelmed, um, this will hopefully be helpful. Absolutely. So yeah. I think I am taking the lead today because I am trying to give Nick a little little bit of of low low key time downtime yeah i mean uh, yeah exactly (laughs) what are the words um so relax sunday relax yes father's day i should say uh and i think the best way to start all this off of course is talk about training recaps Mm -hmm. you like me to go first yes let's hear from you it was another good week, five days of workout. So obviously we kind of elaborate on more of that schedule when we get to our main topic. But I got my bike in, I got my kettlebell in, my kettlebell workouts in, and I got my body weight workout in. So it felt good. It felt good to recover this weekend also. So um, the don't want to go to too much details about the workouts because I'm going to kind of elaborate that on that more in the main topic. So uh, I would say my five-day workout plan, I'm keeping it going, and it was very effective. So 
One thing I will allude to, because it's not what's got me pumped, that's something else, is that I, instead of going to my stretching lady this week, uh, my stretching specialist, I shouldn't say stretching lady, that sounds a little weird, um, stretching specialist, I went back to the gym and got in the sauna for the first time in a long time. Ooh. So I did 12 minutes in the sauna. Oh, I'm kind of jealous. About 180 degrees, they said, so it was uh, it was intense. It's like a dry heat, though. It right? was, yeah, yeah. You went in the you dry sauna, dry sauna one, yep. right? Yeah, not the steam room. I don't like steam rooms. I do like a good dry sweat, though. It was nice. Feels good. It, it's also great for all those toxins, removal of toxins. Um, so it's one of the reasons it is sort of a standing self-care uh, item for like naturalists and stuff like it's it's as important as being in water for like your self-care i think i agree with you on that point that is definitely a big part of self-care that's why i added it into my routine so how do you i'm very happy that i'm back to doing that so what about you how was your training recap um my week started off a little slow I did get in, I got on the bike a couple times, which was great. I got a couple of yoga sessions in. Um, One thing I found from now doing Nick's weekly booty boot camps. This week was the first time that I realized they are booty boot camps. They're not just boot camps. Maybe that was somehow left out of the uh, description when you shared that with me. But, uh, yeah, they're all butt-centric. and Legs and core, thank you. That's a lot of butt. It's a lot of booty. That's the topic of this, or the title of this episode. <laughs> it's all about the booty. But I was wondering, you know, the last few weeks I've had, I've had this, like, incredible discomfort in my hamstring area, and I was like, this is insane. Like, why is this so bad? And I, until last week, if you were listening to last week's podcast, you probably heard me go, oh my gosh, I figured it out. And it is, it's one, There, there's like three muscles that make up your hamstring. And one of mine, like the biggest one that connects to, from like your pelvis to um, under your, under your buttocks all the way down to the outside of like your knee. Um, That was incredibly tight. I don't know if it's because there's probably because I have like an imbalance um, in my body and I'm guessing um, probably need to do a bit more stretching on my left leg. I have some old kind of injuries that I may not be taking care of correctly. But that muscle has been getting such a big workout that I've been starting the weeks off like in pain where I have this muscle that's so tight, mm. I can barely walk. So I spent a lot of time at the beginning of last week stretching it out. And as I was kind of ending today, it's a day after the booty boot camp, I can feel it starting to <laughs> just kind of tighten up again. So I'm now sitting on a heating pad. But... I think I got probably like four days. Nice. In. So it's it's, it's something. It's That's something. Very good. 
I think that's a good transition into our main topic of discussion about basically getting into a workout routine once you become a parent. I think we were gearing it towards dads. Yes. Due to the Father's Day. We're recording this on Father's Day. Yeah. Um, and we will acknowledge that they're diff- it's different conversations in terms of how probably moms have to handle it absolutely. versus dads. So. Yes. So what I would say, though, let's start start from the start. Start from the start. That's right. So I think this and this, a lot of this stuff can kind of be similar uh, it's probably going to go broad to more specific. Um, some of the earlier suggestions you probably, a lot of people can use, not just dads. Um, the first one is you got to kind of, you got to dis- determine what workout slash exercise you'll do sustainably. You know, what, what kind of type of exercise you'll do on a regular basis, you know, week in and week out. Well, first off, let's, let's back up one quick second. Let's back up. Before, forget I said anything, guys. We're well, let's just that. let's just talk about what actually changes. Because I mean, I think I think there's a understanding that yeah, your schedule is going to be a little different when you have a baby uh-huh. or you have young kids. But from the guy's perspective, like what what is the huge shift? I mean, is it a lack of energy? Like, I could explain, you know, why the fitness in the early years especially was really challenging for me as a new mom. But from a dad's perspective, can you kind of share a little bit about, like, what the challenge is? Yeah, I mean, I think the challenge is just time, like you said. It's it's not a – I don't think it's a fatigue thing. I mean, that's nothing that's ever been an issue with me. Um, so I can't really speak to that. The biggest thing is time. Um, you know, like one thing I've stopped doing is jujitsu, but that is a time intensive thing. I have to yeah. go somewhere and do something Take and train classes. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a, at easy, a two hour process. <clears throat> so, um, multiple times a week. So that is something that is, that's just time is a luxury when you're a dad. So. And, you know, strength with a parent, I should say. Um, so that is something that, that changes, you know, I would say pretty abruptly when you become a, a dad. Um, you just have to, once you don't have all that free time anymore, you've got to adjust. So you've well, got I mean, to modify to make sure you can still have a sustained workout routine. Do you think it's it's not just about like, you know, the hours in the day, but also as a, as a parent, you're also trying to spend time with your kids. Like it's, well, yes. it's about, I mean, that's why, I mean, that's why there's, that's why there's no, there's no time. time. It's yeah. not because you go to work and then you're doing, you know, like, t- like oblig, obligatory, obligatory tasks with your child. It's generally because, the free time that you do have when you're a parent, you actually want to spend with your kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. And that's a that's a challenge, I think, from you know both perspective. But I've definitely seen, I've seen that for you, like wanting to hang out with with your kid when you actually have some downtime versus right. squeezing in an extra workout. Yeah, I mean, when you when you 
when you work all, you know, especially odd hours like I do, it's, it, it is a premium. Like you said, time spent with you or us all together as a family is definitely few and far between. So you want to take advantage of those times when you can. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'm sorry that I backed <laughs> this up. But now that we've kind of gone into a little bit about like what changes and, and why, now I w- let's talk about advice. You, you mentioned figuring out what you wanted to get in. Like, well, yeah, you got to figure out what exercise you are going to do. I guess it's, you know, like I said, it's a, now that you have this, truncated or abbreviated time schedule or availability to do your workout you have to figure out what exercise fits in that time frame so you got to figure out what you um can do sustainably what type of form of exercise you can do whether it be running or biking um you know those are probably a little bit time intensive they don't have to be i mean you can do a 30 minute run do that consistently um or bike you know like we have the peloton here so Mm -hmm. But I, um, the, you got to determine that first because if you're kind of wishing washy and uh, not having a good set program of where what you're going to do and when you're going to do it, that's gonna that that little bit of time that you have left, it's going to dwindle even more, and you're not being you're not going to be productive. Yeah, you don't have you don't have the luxury of sitting there pondering what should I do, what should I do, so knowing your workout is is going to help you maximize your limited time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could recommend you guys, I mean, we've talked about my my training routine is it's pretty basic. You know, not basic, but it's pretty boring. It's the same thing every week. That's just because of that that helps me stay consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, literally it's like it's almost like my lunch you know it's the same thing every day it's just like my i like to keep my routine the same workout schedule every week just because if i falter from that then i feel like i miss one day everything gets out of sync and i'm more likely to miss workouts so i like the idea of consistency for me that works better um and then picking the exercise that works great for me so I'm pretty fortunate that I have a pretty good catalog of exercises in my head, um, especially since I work with a kettlebell. Um, so I can get a variety of workouts in. I can add variety to my workouts, and I can vary it depending on how my body is feeling in the morning. So that's another thing, too, is I think it's something that, especially not always, but when you become a parent or become a dad, typically people especially the people we interact with they're a little bit older in age you know so they've gotta you gotta also have a good kind of i would say stretching and flexibility routine uh to go along with your workout plan because another thing that's gonna uh i would say put a roadblock or put a uh a monkey wrench into your workout schedule is if you injure yourself yeah you know you were talking about your butt injury or said butt butt tightness your tight butt. I have a tight butt. Tight butt. Um, Just one side. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
so, uh, but that is something I think people lack as far as, I think people know how to curl, they know how to press, they know how to maybe do push-ups or squats or things like that. It's kind of inherent, not everybody, but some people have a good idea of that. Um, but when it comes to flexibility, I think people are really lacking on that knowledge. So I think finding a good flexibility routine Thankfully, there's things like YouTube out there nowadays where you can really get a good comprehensive mobility and stretching routine that goes with your, whether you be resistance training routine. So I have to ask, are there certain exercises? I would imagine that particularly flexibility and movement and everything, once you have a mobile kid is really important, but are there any exercises pertaining to like certain stages that you've noted like wow i really need to do a lot more back work when they were when they were really young i needed to do you know i really needed to be flexible when i was when they're more mobile and i had to get up and down and up and down yeah so i would say i mean that kind of goes back to the flexing the flexing the flex just just stand there and flex the flexibility and mobility um you know like you said when they're younger and you're holding them your upper back is really gonna just take it's just gonna be super tight and you know bound up so stretching and mobility as far as your uh, scapula and your shoulders is a big part you know strengthening is a part of that too but i would prioritize stretching and flexibility over that um but, and then as they get older, like you said, the up and down. So you're talking about flexibility in your hamstrings, like you mentioned earlier, um, hips, um, mm-hmm. mobility in your hips is going to be huge to get up and down and get your kid. But strengthening all those areas too is beneficial. You know, that's kind of like, that's not only stretching of mobility is, um, I would say if you want to compare it to a car, like, you know, stretching mobility is like having the oil. Make sure you have enough oil in your car. Uh, and the gas is kind of what, uh, that's the strength. So that's really what makes it run is the, is the stretching. But what makes it work without, you know, exploding is is the oil. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it, they're, they're both necessary, but one thing does one, the other one does the other. So, but you also have to have both in order to make everything work correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like you said, when they're little and you have to pick them up and carry them, upper back strength, huge, uh, bent over rows has a great movement for that. Pull-ups if you have a pull-up bar, um, but also some stretching, some shoulder cars, um, some upper back stretches for like an open book or, um, you know, the, the up dog and not the up dog, uh, cat and cow stretch. Is a yeah. good one for your back and your your whole back, so that's a great one. For, great for core. Yep, mm-hmm. and then you know, ninety nineties hamstring stretches, uh, uh, hip cars are great for working your hip mobility, which you'll need. And then of course, the end all be all for lower body strength, in my opinion, is the uh, is the squat. So, yeah, you know, hinge is good too. You did some of those yesterday. Hinge yep. is great. That's great for lower back, especially. Um, but if you're talking about, uh, I would say legs and hips, um, I think your, uh, your squats paramount. So weighted squats. Yeah. I think once you know, you're, once you're looking to get a little bit more. Yeah. I think you can really, um, obviously if you're jumping, if you're really getting back into it have, without being mobile, 
for a while or without working out for a long time, I think the body weight squats, because there's, def- there's different variations you can do to up the intensity before you start adding weight. Weight's yeah. great. Um, I think that's a good thing, to, but, you know, perfect your your technique first using body weight, I think. Yeah. So, and then you can move to the weight. So um, one of the things, you know, you kind of alluded to earlier, sort of mentioned do you think that scheduling your workouts is more important as a parent? Absolutely. Yeah. Then and you talked think, about routine, but like really scheduling in, like as much as you would schedule what time you go to work. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, especially if you know, you know, if you have a significant other and you're, you got to work around their schedule too. Um, so kind of getting with them about a schedule and then also, um, the more consistent you can be, the more, um, successful you can be. Cause if, uh, if you try to do it willy nilly, um, you know, you, you, you say you're going to work out, but you don't plan what time you're going to work out or what, what type of workout you're going to do for that day. You're more likely to be like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, but if you have more direction, in all facets, whether it be with including what type of workout, what time you're going to work out, how long you're going to work out, um, what you know, what workout equipment you're going to use. If you have that all planned, all set up the night before, that you're you're set up for success the next day. So also maybe convenience comes into play a little bit too, like knowing that I mean the kids could have a bad night. Yeah. And you have less, you know, time in the morning, less energy. Maybe that's when you're doing your workout. Like there should be some kind of convenience factor for those difficult days. Cause like that's, you're probably less likely to be able to make like an extra trip to the gym necessarily. Do you think convenience has any play in it? You know, like convenience about like, not just planning and scheduling, that's important, but do you think having things you can do at home on the fly or without a lot of equipment, do you think that stuff is more important as a parent? Or do you think, no, you can, you know, you can go full gym? And- no, I mean, I think, yeah, I def- definitely have a, uh, a plan B at home is great. Um, you know, I always work out at home. I work at a gym, so I have some gym time but um, most of my usually my daily workouts are at home so yeah I think having that um, that also minimizes the the duration like because I mean if you have to go to gym you have to get in the car and drive there and you have to get in the car and drive back yeah it maximizes your workout time. yeah so you're minimize you're, yeah you have to factor that into your workout time so um, that's less time you can dedicate to your stretching or your flexibility and or whatever resistance training you're going to do for the day. So I think, I mean, for me, I would do, I would reverse engineer it. I would master at-home workouts before I do anything about going to a gym. Now, I know that's just personally for me because I know a lot of people need to go to a gym in order to be accountable. So, and I totally understand that. Um, but like you said, you got any, if that is the case where you have to go to a gym or a personal trainer, um, make sure you, they set you up with some things you can do at home too, because hopefully you're working out when you're at home, like not 
maybe you do go to the gym five days a week. That's great. Um, but maybe like you're more likely and more my experience, based on my experience, you're going twice a week, maybe three times a week. So those two or three other days you're at home, maybe develop a great stretching mobility routine you can do in the morning for 30 minutes before your kid gets up. Yeah. And there's always, you know, go out for a walk. Yes. Or those those activities that you can do that don't require you to really, I mean, you, you leave home, but you don't need to set yourself up. You don't need to get yourself anywhere in order to start. Right. Getting started can be pretty quick. Agreed. So if if you had... What do you think the most important of all of these factors for, let's say, someone who's just, maybe they've got young kids, they've wanted to get back into fitness, but they kind of, you know, they had to let it go a little bit for those years when their kids were really young. What what would you say would be the most important factor or tip? Well, I would say you gotta, I mean, the best, you gotta analyze your day and create a plan. I mean, that's, that's the best thing I can say mm-hmm. is create a plan. You know, luckily, I mean, hope, I don't know if hopefully is the right word either. You know, if you have a significant other who's with you in this, you know, the, ter- the caretaking of your child, um, you can basically schedule something with them too. Like they have their input on your schedule because the more you basically put it down, you know, could be literally on paper. um, I say the more likely you, the more committed you are to it. So you have to create a plan. Don't just go into it willy nilly. Like everything has to be, I think at least figured out 24 hours in advance, probably sooner, you know? So I mean, figure out what you're going to do, what your workout schedule is going to be, what you're going to do and what you want to achieve on that day and how much time you want to dedicate to it. I think if you do that and share that with your partner, um, you know, or basically try to match it to what your kid's kind of schedule is, um, that's a thing. Because you don't want to try to just wake up and think, oh, I got I got this much time to work out. Let's do it. Let's maybe do this. You know. Yeah. You don't want to have. You don't want to leave anything to chance. You don't want to. You don't want to have that that opportunity to be wasting time trying to figure out what you're going to do. Plan ahead. Create a plan. Stick to the plan. That's good advice. That's my suggestion. Yeah, and if you get off your plan, don't abandon it. We've talked about this before. Um, I, sp- I think as certain types of people many types of people they think fitness has to be like an all or none kind of th- situation but especially when you're like getting back into it it's taking every win like you've heard our journeys here you've heard the weeks where we didn't get really much of anything in because life and parenthood and yeah so i think it's that that pointer is always relevant to be yep. kind to yourself all right. Well, I think I think we're both excited to have tackled this topic. Uh-huh. And we also want to kind of segue over to another uh, segment that we enjoy that always gets us excited because it's what's got us pumped. Yeah. 
All right. What has got you pumped this week? Well, mine is, it's actually um, a recipe uh, that I dusted off. I haven't made it in probably eight months. Um, And it's a recipe for banana bread. You may remember, living through 2020, that banana bread became quite popular for people to make. It was everywhere. Everybody on Instagram. If you weren't making sourdough, you were making banana bread. So I was delighted when one of my favorite Instagram stars, the tiny chef, shared a recipe called banana bread. It's one of Ella's favorite Instagrammers too. And it is a vegan recipe. You'd never know it. And it's also um, relatively low in sugar. I put probably, I don't know, a third of a cup of sugar in it. And then it's got four ripened bananas in it. It is just the most delicious. Makes you feel like you're eating health food. Delightful treat. And I made it this weekend for the first time in eight months. And it was amazing. And I'm super excited because I will look forward to having a slice of that banana wood uh, at some point this, you know, the next few days. And we had it, we had it for dessert this weekend. It's, It's that good. So I get excited for recipes. I especially get excited for recipes that do not take a ton of ingredients, don't have a ton of added sugar. I did not use refined sugar. I used maple syrup. So, yeah, I'm super pumped for my banana bread. It's back, baby. (laughs) All right. It was very tasty, I will say. All right. So mine is going off of that workout recommendations. I added something to my workout repertoire. Uh, you know, I hit kettlebell workouts twice a week, um, and I've been wanting to kind of progress my workouts, and I did so by investing in a 53-pound kettlebell. Yeah, I feel really bad for the, the like, UPS guy. or whatever. Uh, I feel like right. they've moved heavier stuff than that. Uh, it has a big a picture of a kettlebell brick. on it, too, so it's not like they don't know what it is. It's like a cinder brick. A cinder brick. Yeah, you know those bricks? Oh, okay. Cinder, brick? cinder block? Cinder block. <laughs> I guess cinder you could call it a cinder brick, too. Yeah. I've never heard that name, but that's interesting. <laughs> Anywho. Um, <laughs> Go down a path. Yes. Sorry. This, not only was I looking for a 53-pound kettlebell, because uh, I saw some stat that for, like, guys, a 35-pound and a 53-pound is a good one to actually build some, get some good strength gains. Um, and I already have a 35-pound one, so... Got the 53 now. Anywho, but this was possibly the best deal in exercise equipment I've ever gotten <laughs> because uh, kettlebells have been in a pre, have been hard to, not, lately it's not as bad, but literally. They I were mean, non-existent in 2020. Yeah. 2021, they've kind of come back around, you know, on it. Uh, Rogue is giving them out, not giving them out, geez, uh, selling them once again. They have them in stock, I should say. Yeah, they're, they're not, stocking not them. getting them out. <laughs> but usually the price is kind of, I would say, equivalent to anywhere from two to like two and a half dollars per pound. 
Yeah, um, it's a bit of a deterrent when you so, want to buy a heavyweight. I mean, like a 53 that I've seen normally is anywhere from 110 to $170. And I was like, uh, I don't want to pay that. Uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, I just, you know, decided to throw it in, in uh, the Google box and said 53-pound kettlebell. And lo and behold, freaking Best Buy had a deal on one called from True Grit. Um, and I researched the brand. They said, you know, basically it's a great brand for a great band for a cheap kettlebell. So it's like, they're like, it's not the, it's not the, it doesn't have the best handle grips. And you know, the, it, it's not, it's not like the rogue kettlebell, which is like smooth grip and really good cast iron and stuff. Um, but they're like, it will get the job done for you. You know, if yeah. that's what you need, you know, if you're not looking for anything too fancy, It'll get the job done. So this was 53 pounds for a 53-pound kettlebell. That's with shipping. Typically, that's how they really get you. Um, yeah. Is that charge the shipping. They, char- they charge you anywhere from 30 to $40 just to ship it. Yeah. Um, so this was no shipping. And I was like, all right, this is too good to be true. It's going to fall apart. You know, I think it's I must have ordered it on Tuesday. And it was like free shipping, get there by Friday. And I was like, no way is this happening. <laughs> and of course, like literally, because I could have gone and picked up at the store. It was like free pickup at the store. And I was like, okay. And then it was like free shipping in the house by Friday. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so like I did it and like put everything in, got got the updates and then got in text. They were like, hey, your order's gone through. Hey, your order is being shipped. Hey, your order has been delivered. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I got home and it was right there. I opened it up and it's legit, you know. Like I said, it's probably not the best kettlebell on the on the market, but it's gonna get the job done. Yeah. I remember you telling me like I could have just found the best deal in fitness of like the year. Yeah. And I was like, What? And you're like, But it may be a complete <laughs> scam and it may show up and completely fall apart. I yeah. don't know. So yeah, yeah, you had you had low expectations yeah, for this thing. I did. So I'm so happy to hear that it it meet if not exceeded those expectations. Yeah. So I get to use it for the first time this coming week for for real for real. So Woo-hoo. I'll let you know how it goes, guys. If it does fall apart, then everything I just say was for <laughs> naught, and I will not be pumped about it. But <laughs> then I will be mad. Yeah, that is what's got us pumped this week. Yes. All right, great episode, guys. And great Father's Day, I will say. Shannon, you made it an awesome Father's Day. So thank Yay. you very much. I'm so happy. So I really appreciate it, guys. I hope you, I really appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if you haven't done so already, let people know about it. Share the podcast with a friend. Give us a rating review. And you got anything else for them? No, but I will reemphasize, share this podcast with a dad you know. Let them know we appreciate the work that they do. We understand the, some of the challenges they might be facing, and maybe maybe some of this can be helpful to them. It would be great to know if that was the case. So, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. 
Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.